Hello, this is Pastor Marty Macedo from Bell Hubbard's Ministries, bringing you another podcast from the Pastor Study, Biblical Lessons in the Battlefield of Life from a retired pastor of 45 years who was saved after serving as a Staff Sergeant Airborne Ranger in Vietnam. Before I start with our lesson today, I want to take a moment and thank two churches who support Fellow Helpers Ministries and help provide the funds to air these podcasts. Victory Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida with Pastor Jesse Latta and Freedom Baptist Church in Greenville, South Carolina with Pastor Scott LaRue. I served as interim pastor at both these churches and I'm glad to count them as dear friends. I also want to thank Andrew Paquette, who does the technical side of both recording and posting these podcasts, and I'm very appreciative of his friendship, too. Today's podcast is being recorded the week we observe Veterans Day. Many churches took the opportunity to honor their veterans this service on Sunday, and I want to also honor veterans in this podcast, and we'll do so by looking at Acts 10, verses 1 through 6, and 10, 34 through 43, And in these verses, we find a veteran with a special need. His name is Cornelius, and we're going to see what his need is, and we're going to see how his need was met. Let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll begin. Our Father in heaven, thank you for giving us examples in Scripture that apply to the day we live in today. And as we think about Veterans Day, and we think about this veteran Cornelius, we pray, Father, that the lessons you taught him would be lessons that we would learn too. And we'll thank you in Christ's name. Amen. I love the fact that our country has a military. It says in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 31, the horse is prepared against a day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. It's a good thing to have a military or have an army. Good thing to have horses prepared against a day of battle. But we also need to not forget that safety is of the Lord. He puts his blessing on the military and helps them in their endeavors. As we think about Veterans Day, we think about the people who have served in the armed forces of our country over the years. In fact, today, there are approximately 20 million veterans still living. Uh, 50% of them are 65 years and older. That makes up some 9.4 million. And 30% are Vietnam vets. That's some 7.9 million. Veterans Day is a legal holiday in which we honor all veterans that have served and are serving. And it's in memory of Armistice Day. Armistice Day is the anniversary of the uh, armistice in in 1918. In 1918, on the 11th month, November, the 11th day, at the 11th hour, the armistice was signed to bring peace. It was a truce preliminary to the signing of an actual peace treaty following World War I. Well, as we think about veterans and we think about Veterans Day, we come to the Word of God and we see a veteran here in Acts chapter 10. And as we take a look at Acts chapter 10, I want you to note, first of all, a look at the veteran himself in verses 1 through 4. And here's what we read. First of all, his qualifications. It says in verse 1, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. In regard to his qualifications, we see his name as Cornelius. He was a Gentile with a Roman name. We see his rank. He was a centurion. A centurion is an officer that is commanding some 50 to 100 men. And we see his unit in verse 1, which was the Italian band, again, from Rome. So we see the qualifications of this veteran in verse 1. We also see the character of this veteran in verse 2. Take a look as I read. A devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. 
Two things that describe his character, one of them is found in this verse, he was a devout man. He feared God, verse 2. He gave much alms, cared for the needy, verse 2, and prayed to God always, again in verse 2, had a regular pattern of prayer in his life. And all these things that he did were good, but all these things he did did not equal his salvation. In fact, the Lord says that very clearly in verse 4 of chapter 10. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms, that's from verse 2, are come up for a memorial before God. A memorial before God. But that wasn't enough. There was something, verse 6, that he needed to do. We'll see that in just a moment. Now, when you take a look at his character as a devout man, in verse 2, feared God, gave much alms, prayed to God always, we also see in chapter 10, verse 22, that he was a dedicated man. These two that had come to Peter to ask him to come to Cornelius' house, they give their testimony and observation of Cornelius in verse 22. They said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man and one that feareth God, and of a good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. So not only a devout man, verse 2, but a dedicated man in verse 22, just man, feareth God, and was of good report even among the Jewish people. When you take a look at this, you find that Cornelius sounds like a fine man. In fact, if you were to meet him on the street and begin talking to him and ask people about him, you might even think that he was a saved man, that he was a Christian man. But that's not really the case. I want you to note in what we just looked at, the phrase at the end of verse 6, tell thee what thou oughtest to do. There was something Cornelius was lacking, even in his devotion and dedication. And then it says again in verse 22 at the end of the verse, and to hear words of thee. Again, something he was lacking in his devotion and dedication. And therefore, Peter was to go and tell Cornelius what that was. Now, when we take a look at that, we see point number two today, a look at the veteran's special need. We saw the veteran in the first point. Now we're going to take a look at the veteran's special need in our second point. What was that? Well, there was something he needed to do. We already made note of that, didn't we, in verse 6. It says, And he lodged with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Cornelius is told to send for Peter, and Peter would come and tell him what he needed to do. You'll also notice that again when you take a look at um, verse 33. It says, immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, this is Cornelius talking to Peter now, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present, see, Cornelius wasn't only there now, his whole house was there, before God, to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. So again, there was something he needed to hear. He was a devoted man, he was a devout man, but he was lacking something, and Peter was going to tell him what that is. And what it is is this. There was something he needed to do, and that is to hear the word, but there was someone he needed to meet, and that was the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, if you would, with me at verse 34 of chapter 10 of Acts. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, 
Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, whether Jew or Gentile, male, female, old or young, God is not a respecter of persons. The message is the same for everybody. Verse 35, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. So here's what he's teaching him now. This is a person you need to meet, the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord of all. Verse 37, that word I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. Here it is. How that God, verse 38, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So Jesus Christ, verse 38, came, verse 37, and we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. He died. And then verse 40, him God raised up the third day and showed him openly he raised from the dead. Now what you've got in verses 38 to 9 and 40, what Cornelius needed to hear from Peter, the word that Peter had to share, was the salvation message or the gospel message that we talk about today. The fact that Jesus Christ came, the fact that he died, the fact that he was buried, and the fact that he rose again. Not to pay the price for his sin, for he was sinless, but to pay the price for our sin, who are sinful. And if we do what? Well, it goes on to say this, verse 42, and he commanded us to preach unto the people and testify. What was he to preach and testify? Verse 43, to him gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall have remission of sins. There's the message. Whosoever you could put your name in there. I put my name in there. Believeth in him shall have remission of sins. When Peter was, when, when Cornelius was told to send someone to Peter, that Peter would tell you, verse 6, what thou oughtest to do. When the two that went to get Peter said, you've got to come to Cornelius because he needs to hear words of thee, verse 22. When they perceived there was no respecter of person, this message was for whosoever, anybody. They preached peace by Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all, verse 36. That he came, verse 38. That he died, verse 39. That he rose again, verse 40. That you could what? Believe in him and receive remission or forgiveness of sin. This is what the veteran Cornelius' special need was. He was a good man. We already saw that outlined, but he was a man with a special need, and that need was to come to a point where he would personally receive the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. Now, Peter has opportunity to share this with the Jewish brethren later in chapter 11, and he summarizes it very well, I believe, in verse 14. He says, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? Isn't that wonderful? The special need of Cornelius was met through the person of Jesus Christ as it was preached to him by Peter. And the special need that you and I have today is salvation in Jesus Christ, who's preached to us by different people God brings into our life. For me, it was Pastor John Ashbrook at Bible Community Church in North Mentor. 
For you, it may have been a Sunday school teacher. It may have been someone speaking at camp. It may have been a neighbor. It may have been someone in a Bible club. Someone brings us the message and says, you know what? You're a decent person, but you're still a sinner and need to be saved by grace. And there's nothing to be ashamed of about that. Jesus Christ came to do that for you. And if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. So here we find that the special need of the veteran, Cornelius, is a special need that all of us have. And as Cornelius made the decision to believe and have that need met, salvation in Christ, we need to also believe and have that salvation met, salvation in, that need met, salvation in Christ too. And the question mark would be, have you done that yet? Let me share with you an illustration that I find very heartwarming Back in the days of the uh, late 1700s, early 1800s, there was a man named Simon Kenton. Now, you may be familiar with him from history. He was a famous frontiersman that helped settle West Virginia, Kentucky, and Ohio, did a lot along the Ohio River. Alan Eckhart has written about him, and I remember reading those books years ago, and they really were interesting to me to see what the people went through to settle the West and move even further West. And uh, Simon Kenton was a good warrior. He was a good fighter, and, and he did many things and kept peace in many parts of the frontier as it was being settled. He carried a long rifle, he carried a tomahawk, he carried a knife, and he certainly knew how to use them as a good soldier and good frontiersman. One day, he was guarding a revival meeting in the woods, and an old preacher was preaching to the people that gathered for that meeting. In the at the, as the preacher ended that service, Simon walked up to him and said, uh, Preacher, can you come out to the woods and we have a little talk together? The preacher said, Sure, and went out to the woods. When they got out to the woods, Simon Kenton said, Preacher, what I want to tell you now, you have to promise me you'll tell no man. And the preacher said, Well, Simon, if it's not against the law or anything of that nature, I can keep that promise. And Simon opened up his heart and shared the fact that he had a need in his life for peace. He had a need in his life for forgiveness. He had a need in his life that he didn't know how to be met. And as the preacher preached, he realized Jesus Christ could meet that need, but he didn't understand it. And he asked the preacher, what can I do to be saved? Well, the preacher had the joy of telling Simon that all of his sin could be forgiven through the person of Jesus Christ if he would, verse 43, believe in him, he should have remission of sins. Chapter 11, verse 14, who shall tell thee thy words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. And Simon Kenton received the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. He got so excited, he jumped up and he ran back to the camp meeting where all the people were. And when he jumped back to the camp meeting, he called them together and jumped on a tree stump and started shouting, and people thought they were under attack. And Simon Kenton said, no, there's no attack. He said, I just want to tell you what Jesus Christ just did for me. And he gave a testimony of salvation. This soldier, Simon Kenton, had a need. And the Lord Jesus Christ met that need through this preacher. And he was able to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a savior. The old preacher, <laughs> he kind of caught up with Simon, took him a while. And when he got there, he looked and said, Simon, I thought what we did in the woods was a secret. And Simon said to the preacher these words, I wish the whole world were here to hear what Jesus Christ just did for me. Isn't that fabulous? A veteran with a special need, a person with a special need, a mother or a father, 
a child, a grandparent, a, a shopkeeper, a doctor, a lawyer. It, remember, it said in verse 34, of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons with a religious background or with no religious background, whatever the situation might be, whosoever shall believe in him shall have remissions of sin and be saved. I pray that you've made that decision. I'm so glad that Cornelius did, and many of us house followed suit in that. And I pray that you've made that decision and received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior too. I still remember when I was booby-trapped in the trail in Vietnam in 1970, laying in that trail and thinking I was going to die and being fearful of what was ahead because I was totally unprepared for it. I knew nothing about what to do regarding salvation. And I didn't die then. And I'm so thankful because through that time, following that experience, I came to know that I had a need. And that need was to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. And when I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior, God gave myself and my wife a burning desire to go into the ministry and be like a Peter and tell other people, no matter who they were, no respecter of person, that if they will simply believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, who came, died, was buried, and rose again, they too might have the gift of salvation. I'm so thankful for this veteran Cornelius. I'm so thankful that his special need, even though he was a devout and dedicated man, was made known. And I'm so glad that he called upon one who could share with him how to be saved. And I'm so glad he received that message and was saved. The question mark would be, how about you? Well, this has been from the Pastor Study with Pastor Marty Macedo. And you may email me at macedofhm at gmail.com. M-A-S-I-T-T-O-F-H-M for Fellow Helpers Ministries at gmail.com. And Lord willing, we'll post another Bible lesson next week. But remember, as fine a soldier as Cornelius was, there was something he needed to do and someone he needed to meet. Thankfully, he called upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. Have you made that decision yet? If not, why not do so right now? Thank you for listening and have a great day.